And so, you know, as we jump into Shakespeare, as we jump into school, as we jump into this semester, right, here we are, day two for this class. If you had me in philosophy, bless you for double dipping. <laughs> Woohoo, it's going to be quite right. <laughs> Lots of Dominguez, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, these are powerful, powerful tools. I like to consider them lightsabers. And if you think about all the light and the, you know, anyways. Um, but I would not hand a lightsaber to someone who didn't have self-control or someone who had ill will. Because they'll either chop their own leg or arm off or mine. Does that make sense? You've got to know what you're doing when you're going to use a powerful tool like that. Right? And what I want you to think about is a lightsaber, a hammer, a phone. Those are all neutrally moral, morally neutral tools. A hammer, for example, isn't good or evil, right? But a hammer can be used for good and evil. Someone can smash a skull or someone can build a house. So since it's morally neutral, the good or evil depends on who's using it and how they're using it. Cell phones. I've heard people say cell phones are evil. They're of the devil. Oh my goodness. Get rid of them all. No way. These things are powerful. I read the Bible on here. I listen to podcasts. I communicate with my wife, right? Like these are powerful, amazing tools that I can use to build God's kingdom and to love people and encourage people. You know what though? They're morally neutral. So they're not good or evil. They can be used for good, but my goodness, Satan definitely loves empowering people to use these for evil with pornography right on the phones or cyberbullying or all the horrible videos that people can watch or create, right? Plenty of evil to go around with these things. And it's interesting, Hammer can only do so much. These are really powerful. They can do more powerful evil, more powerful good in some respects. Again, the key is this thing's neutral. It's only being used for good or evil based off of whose hands it's in. Dramatic pause on purpose. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> By the way, if you don't have self-control, you probably shouldn't have one of these right now and practice your self-control. Uh, what I want to challenge you with is in this class, they're not needed. Agreed? And so put them away, drop it in your bag, do whatever you got to do, except for when life crashes in on Shakespeare class. I've said it in all my classes. I kind of say it facetiously. I'm actually being serious. Is if your life is not bigger than school or my class, you need to get a life, right? I don't know if anybody's laughing or not. But anyways, like life needs to be bigger than all of this. And so if my wife is downstairs trying to get a hold of me and she needs me, would you guys mind if I picked up the phone and communicated with her? I mean, if you did mind, sorry, I'm going to, it's my wife, right? But what I'll do is rather than sit here and go like this and try to have nobody notice, you know, you can all tell, right? By the way, if you think nobody can tell, we can all tell. <laughs> Holy cow. I have ADD. Of course I can tell. It's my superpower gift. So anyways, I want you to consider if you need your phone because life is crashing in on Shakespeare class, what works really well is when you pull it out, just declare it. Say, hey, everybody, I got to check my phone, grandma, you know, or my mom or whatever. Yeah. And then we'll all be like, oh, OK, and we'll move on. Right. The thing is, is if you pull it out and you're trying to hide it, we're all like, what are they doing? What's the totally distracted class way more than if you're like, this is what I'm doing. And then we're all back to it. Agreed. And then for all of you who like to shove it in your crotch, I would shoot, I just said crotch in class. And anyways, it's Shakespeare class, so just wait. <laughs> anyway, 
But if you're shoving it down there to try and hide it, A, why would you put it down there? B, if you're trying to like look down there to like hide a look, what, anyways, enough said, we good? Oh my goodness, it's only like 9.50 Friday morning, second day of class. All right, I love my job. I really do actually. Um, onward. Other logistics for this class. You guys win. If I was there and I could hand out candy, which I don't think I could do. I'm not there and I can't hand out candy anymore. You'd all win the first homework prize for the class who got the most homework done on the first day. So, so come on, little something. Nice job. It was fantastic to read your responses. They were great responses. It really helped me prepare for interacting with you. Uh, one quick tip. I don't ever, ever, ever need your summary of Shakespeare. I mean, I love you, <laughs> right? But anyway, yeah, I hope you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't need you to summarize Shakespeare for me. Uh, what I want you to do is to interact with the text. I liked it. I didn't like it. This quote was cool. I didn't understand this. Question about this, Mr. D? All of those win, all right? And last class, a, a student asked, but I didn't know what you wanted. And just so you're aware, I've been teaching for 20 years. When I'm vague, it's on purpose. Right? Like, so if I'm intentionally vague, like read this and respond, what do I want you to do? Read and respond. Like you can. Re the beauty of the vagueness is it allows you to respond however you want to. Does that make sense? The bummer is for those of you who are like, yeah, but what does he want me to say? Well, if I want you to respond, I want you to say whatever you want to. Does that make sense? Henry V, I'm going to ask you to analytically respond to whether or not he's a good king or a bad king. Okay, that's not vague. Does that make sense? But generally, I just want you to give me feedback and interact with the text and what quotes do you like and not like because we're just getting to know Shakespeare. We're learning how awesome he is and trying to learn more about him and his work. Agreed? Is that helpful? But the ones that I read from second period, A, you got the most of you got them done, and B, they were fantastic. A lot of good depth and and personal response. Those of you who didn't do it, get it done today or this weekend by Monday. Just get it done. Okay. Uh, for my homework in my class, Shakespeare is always worth reading, right? <laughs> right. All right. So if you didn't get it done today, well, then get it done next week. And I will give you points whenever you do it because Shakespeare is always worth reading. I'll give you a couple tips here. Those of you who stay on top of the homework that I assign, all, all of my homework points directly to the summative paper at the end of this. Okay. So if you do your homework, you will have quotes and responses to help build your paper. Did that click? <laughs> so I'm helping you out. That's great college prep, by the way. All right. Those of you who don't do it, well, you can do it later and still get your points. Just bummer for you when you're trying to do 12th night homework during our study of Henry V. It just feels weird. Yeah. So my encouragement to you is just stay on top of it. I will make it sustainable. I have lots of practice on making homework sustainable. However, also, we're in a pandemic, right? So I need some feedback. One of my students last class said, oh my goodness, that packet's really long. Yeah, the Kingdom Community packet's long. There's a lot of blank space in it with number 14 font, so it's way shorter than you think, and it should be pretty familiar. And remember, I'm not having you fill that thing out. What did I ask you to do? Read and annotate and come up with three questions. So make sure you do the actual assignment. Fair enough? Um, but he's like, I don't know about Monday. So I'm like, fine, we'll make it due Tuesday. So I'm like, whatever. Does that work? So now it's due Tuesday. Does that help? Got a few nods. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm on your side. We're all figuring this out. Just give me some feedback. 
Hopefully I'm reasonable. Fair enough? Cool. I mean, I can't do like, I don't want to write a paper, Mr. D. I'm like, um, <laughs> don't be in my class. I mean, that's a little trickier. But I'm happy to work with you on making this all sustainable and work well. All right. Um, in regards to the more logistics, the last thing I want to leave you with is this book. I want the hard copy of the Oxford Shakespeare. I've taught this long enough and we've tried lots of different ways for people who theoretically can't get this or can't use it. I want you to do everything you can to get this one, Amazon used, whatever you need to do, et cetera, et cetera, by early next week. Agreed? Cool. By the way, if you get the used one, people have already written it. That's kind of fun. Then you can learn from them. And, and of course, add to it, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Let's move on to the next thing. We've got about 15 minutes left in our tight, limited class today. And so here's what I'm going to try with you guys. All right, I want you to pull. Well, don't do it yet. I'll say go. And then when I say go, go. But we're going to do our best to without getting close, right? turn and discuss with, I'd like you to just to start today with one other person. So that means in like rows of four, you can like double it up. In the rows of five, double it up with people going front and back. You get, yes, can you guys figure this out? You may have to do a little trio and that's okay. But we're gonna pull out our homework and share some of our responses to each other. And the beauty of it is you can simply just read it if you're not feeling comfortable with having a conversation with someone you may not know very well. But otherwise, just discuss this. I wanna give you two very specific things, two questions we're gonna discuss. Why? What's gonna cause someone like a Jacques to say, the Duke's like, hey, come on, buddy, everybody's falling in love, let's go. And he's like, oh yeah, everybody's a faker, and then you live and die and blah. You're like, whoa, dude. <laughs> right, like, What's going to cause him, what could cause someone to say that? What could cause a student at Wheaton Academy to say that? Don't use names, right? But, right? The second question is, if you're the Duke, I mean, this is the plays all dialogue. They're in a conversation. What do you say? He's like, everybody's a hypocrite. You live your life. It's everybody's faking it. And then you're like, all your teeth fall out and you die. And you're like, Want some tea? And I go, what do you say? What do you say to Jacques? If you were the Duke, how do you respond, right? If you want to take that a step further, what does Jacques need? I mean, I know it's COVID right now, so you can't, he, the dude needs a hug. That's what he needs. So we got to be, you know, got to do the heart hug or whatever. Um, but like, what, how do you, what does he need? How can you help this guy? Or does he even want help or whatever? Like, go for it. Everybody know what you're doing for the next five or six minutes. We do? We're good? So let's, Mrs. Musto can help you figure out who's who. Make sure we're all lovingly inclusive. And my last word for you is we're no, no negative responses to other people's responses. Everybody got that? Safe Shakespeare classroom right now. No, no shame, no criticism, all positive right now. Okay? Go team. Ready? One, two, three, go. And Gail... We are going to find ways for you to still interact when we do these types of things, either with me, which, you know, hey, <laughs> all right, or we might even be able to get someone onto a Zoom with you at some point. Is that fair? Does that work? I think, unfortunately, today, you may just have to chill 
and wait. To, but we will open it up for a class discussion in about five minutes, okay? Thanks for your gracious understanding. reading yours right now Gail <laughs> nice job I'm looking at your on my
Would you guys like a little more time? What do you guys think? Another minute or two? Are we ready? We're ready? All right, let's go for it here. Okay, Gail, feel free to join in, Gail, all right, um, through the chat or by listening, of course. And uh, again, now we have our surfaces out. So let's make a class norm that the only thing that should be on your screen is either the quote, all the world just stage, or your response. There shouldn't be a basketball game or a, a YouTube video or anything like that. Way too distracting, of course, to you, right? But it's not fair to the people around you. Fair enough, not honoring. So if you don't have that self-control, then maybe you should close your thing and, not, and just listen. Uh, but let's uh, let's see if we can make this work with devices. And maybe you just don't even want your device open right now because you just want to listen and participate that way. That's definitely welcome. we got about 10 minutes. And we're going to try our best here to navigate a class discussion. Mrs. Musto has been great in repeating questions for me if I can't hear them, which is kind of hit or miss. And we all have masks, which adds a whole other layer to this, right? So we'll see what we can do. Last class, it kind of worked, right? Um, does anybody want to offer just a personal thought or response to the reading for the class? You don't have to, but anybody? That's okay, no worries. So then let's do this, let's transition into it. I need to do something back here, one second. All right. What could cause a, a Wheaton Academy student, what could cause a Jacques 400 years ago in Elizabethan England to say, uh-uh, I am not gonna fall in love, no way. They're all a bunch of fakers. I know, you, I mean, you guys actually really win. As of right now, everybody in this class has done their homework. Woot, woot, woot. That's awesome. So I know you all have responses. It's getting a little courage right now to share. Let's go for it. What could cause someone? Yeah, what do you got? Okay, now I actually, nice job. I couldn't hear it completely. So if someone could repeat that near the microphone, that would be great. Yeah, right? I was sharing with the other class that it's going to be really hard for you guys to connect with this because I know there's no heartbreak at Wheaton Academy and nobody ever, you know, dumps each other and nobody ever breaks up. So I, you guys are going to have to really stretch here. <laughs> Sorry. As teachers, we should never use sarcasm. So I, I already made a mistake. I, that's my second one today, isn't it? So I think I said crotch earlier and now I've said that twice. What am I doing? But right, like that's i think that's what's so intriguing what if he sees his parents they're in a fighting mess and that happens so much and it's really hard and it's hard to be parents and it's hard to be married right or maybe he got his heart broken he's like no way never again great connection right and that even happens by the time we're seniors and juniors in high school right i had mine broken a couple times <laughs> so other thoughts what could cause someone to say, uh-uh, not me. Life is absurd, life is ridiculous, and then you die, and everybody's faking the whole time. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I 
like, you mentioned, like, the different stages of life and yeah. kind of high school you're expecting, like, okay, now you're going to grow up and have like, the next portion, and just kind of refusal to, like, be in a relationship and move on or yeah. have you, like, actually, like, death and, like, keep falling out and stuff. So maybe something, like, something about not really having like that Peter Pan mentality of bitterness yeah. the world is death yeah well, by the way your response was fantastic online nice job I'm glad you said something there especially the Peter Pan connection like that growing up you guys at your age right now what has been shattered in the past five or six months right we are not on the safe little playground playing in the sandbox where the world is all wonderful and peaceful is it <laughs> no right and maybe he's just got this like oh man i don't know if i want to live in a world that's this broken and painful yeah and then you just die right no thanks for that well said Another thought or two? I find it intriguing, right? When we connect the dots with a broken heart or a loss of innocence or a frustration with hypocrisy. And one of the reasons why for 20 years I've done this quote on the first day of Shakespeare class is I think it does show, can't we all connect with this on some level? A loss of innocence someone in first period said a betrayal and i was kind of doing the whole sarcasm at least no one at wheaton academy has ever betrayed you right there's no gossip here <laughs> yeah right like shakespeare is on to something this is one of the reasons why people love him is he he gets the human experience so well so we got a few more minutes Let's make a transition. What do we say? <laughs> what do we say to Jacques, right? I mean, if if you're in the woods, the forest of Arden, as the Duke, and this this guy says this to you, sans teeth, sans eyes, sans everything, and you're like, would you like a muffin? You know, like, what, what do you say to Jacques? This happens at lunch today, and somebody's just so stinking overwhelmed with the world right now. Yeah understandably right how do we respond anybody all right we already said heart hug so the guy needs a heart hug but what does he need what does Jacques need so here's what I'm sensing Either we know what he needs, but we're not going to say it because we have masks and we're distanced and it's awkward through Zoom and you're staring at me on a TV. <laughs> or we don't know what to say and good thing we're talking about it, right? Fair enough. It's okay to not know what to say in this type of situations. And actually, when Job's friends tried to respond, how did that go? <laughs> they were going to get killed. So God was like, smite them. They don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Maybe saying nothing and just listening is the best thing to do, huh? What does he need? If it was you, we won't we won't point you out and have you be like, well, I, you know, you're welcome to be vulnerable and hopefully we'll make class safe enough to be vulnerable. 
Like, if I was Jacques, or I have a friend who's like Jacques, and I realize this is kind of what they need, anybody willing to share? What would you want if you were Jacques? Friend? Yeah, thank you, whoever you are. <laughs> he needs a friend. Now, wait a second, though. What kind of friend? <laughs> Thank you. I'm, that's the word, right? He needs a friend who's not going to be a hypocrite. He needs a friend who's not going to be fake. Which, those are far and few between, aren't they? Right? That's the classic scenario where you're told, well, go sit with that person who's all alone at lunch. So then you do, and then three, day, three days later, you're like, I don't like this person. Then you leave. That just made it all worse for that person, didn't it? <laughs> right? Like, he needs someone who's loyal, someone who's consistent and trustworthy. Would it? Would that be you? Are you that person? Ooh, it's just tricky now. Sorry, I'm making Shakespeare personal. Right? <laughs> Actually, I'm not. That's why we're here. How many people can don't don't do it? But how many people in your life are really loyal and really consistent and not hypocritical and actually authentic? Yeah. <laughs> Hamlet says later, one man in 10,000 is trustworthy. I wonder. Yeah. Someone in the other class said, God, he needs God. Maybe. Is God trustworthy? Is God consistent? Is God kind? Is God loving? You might think so. C.S. Lewis said, stink in no way. God let his mom die of cancer when he was like in sixth grade. That didn't feel very loyal and loving. Yeah. He needs a connection with a loyal, loving, kind God. <laughs> Not everybody has that type of connection with God, though, do they? Or God's not represented that way by all the pastors and priests, right? <laughs> or Christians. At a Christian school, even. Fair enough? Hmm. Other thoughts or comments on Jacques? I think it's intriguing here. The bell's about to ring, and you guys are doing great. Let me offer one more thought as we head out into the weekend. Jacques needs someone who's loyal and consistent. I've already implied, like, would could you be that person? I wonder for Jacques, is Jacques himself that person? Right? Someone once said, if you want to get great friends, the first thing you need to do is what? be a great friend. If you want other people to be loyal, then maybe you need to be what? Start being loyal. If you're sick of everybody else being a hypocrite, then maybe you need to stop being what? <laughs> oh, all right, sorry, Shakespeare's getting way too personal and connecting. I hope you're seeing that that's potential here, right? Like this is 20 lines of Shakespeare in a play we aren't even studying. But I think right now, 
there's a really incredible opportunity for these 20 lines to hit home. Uh, did the bell just ring? No, not yet. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks, you guys, for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. Um, if you bump into anybody who's Jacques-ish, give them a heart hug and uh, be kind and loving and loyal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a great weekend. I'll see you guys on Monday, okay? And the community code thing is now due Tuesday. Don't miss out on that. Just enjoy it and come up with some questions. Take care. See you guys. Great job. That love in second period. You guys rock the house. <laughs> oh, there. I can actually hear that one. All right. Thank <laughs> you.